Welcome to the Every Day is Saturday podcast. The number one motivation show on the planet. No more Mondays for you. It's time to make every day Saturday. This is the podcast where we help you to accept who you are, not where you are. On the roller coaster of life, you know we only sit in the front seat champion. So make sure you are fastened in Let's go. Tired of feeling run down all the time during the week? We can help you make every day feel like it's a Saturday. Let's go pack your bags. It's time to leave Averageville. Introducing the man who thinks abnormal stands for above normal. When you're on fire, people will travel from miles around to watch you burn, baby. We are fired up. The host of the Every Day is Saturday show, Sam Crowley. Hello, champion, and welcome back to the Everyday is Saturday podcast. Sam Crowley here. So great to have you on the number one motivational podcast. Hey, make sure you smash that five-star rating on iTunes. Uh, it helps amazing people like you find the show. I appreciate you, the listener of the longest-running number one motivational podcast. Let's dive right in, shall we? Hey, I want to take you back. Uh, my brush with greatness. Um, I think I was 12 years old when I met Joe DiMaggio, the Yankee Clipper. Uh, still holder of a record I don't think is ever going to be broken. 56 straight games with a hit. Uh, our own Pete Rose here in Cincinnati came close. He made it to 44 straight games with a hit. But Joe DiMaggio, the Yankee Clipper, New York Yankees dynasty. Wouldn't you know, of all the places that Joe DiMaggio visited in his lifetime, he was in my hometown of Bradford, Pennsylvania. This was probably late 70s, early 80s. Like I said, I was probably around 12 years old or so. And I couldn't believe it. I was a huge Yankee fan. Grew up a huge Yankee fan because for some reason in Bradford, which is not very close to New York City, we got the local New York City Yankee station, WPIX, Channel 11, 11 Alive. And I watched every home Yankee game. I watched all, you know, I was there for the Chris Chambliss home run off of Mark Littell in the 76 playoffs that sent him to the World Series. Reggie Jackson, Dave Winfield, all the great Yankees of the 70s and 80s. But Joe DiMaggio. So Joe shows up. He was playing golf at uh, we have a private country club in our town, and we also have a public course. I think Joe was at the public course, if, if I, my mind's not mistaken. Yeah, I think he was at the public course, but we had the private dinner at the country club. Anywho, he's at a golf course in Bradford. Yours truly is 12 years old. I played baseball my whole childhood, loved it, and I was an opportunity to meet one of the greatest of all time. So there's, I mean, hundreds of kids waiting and just as soon as joe got out of his car every kid ran up to him with a you know something to autograph a baseball and i had this baseball with me and i'm like i'm getting joe dimaggio's autograph so i waited and waited you know maybe 10 20 30 minutes go by and i finally get up to joe and i'm right next to him he says hey let's not make a day out of this kids and he walked away i was like you gotta be kidding me you joe saying ain't so joe saying ain't so Sammy boys got shut out. I was right there. Just sign one more ball, Joe. What's the matter with you? And I cursed him out the rest of the day, the rest of the year. My sister was a running joke. Hey, do you still hate Joe DiMaggio? Like at my wedding. I mean, it's, it's still a running joke. I've kind of forgiven him, you know, RIP Joe. Um, but it was a running joke for a long time. I hate Joe DiMaggio. I'm, I'm never. <laughs> and here's another funny thing. A buddy of mine, his dad was on the board that kind of brought Joe to play golf. He was there for a golf event, so he came there to play golf. And at his house, my buddy's house, this was the summer of, like, say, 1980, uh, he had two, we had two cases of autographed Joe DiMaggio balls. 
uh, that he signed. He stuck around and did sign a bunch in private, like in the back room. He signed just hundreds of baseballs. We had a couple of cases of them, probably 20 in each case, 25, so maybe 40 or 50 signed baseballs. But we used to play baseball every day. We were the kids that would walk around the neighborhood with a bat and glove, knock on the buddy's door. Hey, let's go. Let's go. We're playing pickup game. Let's go. Uh, we got to go. Going up to the park, playing baseball. And we would grab a field and play all day long. We were latchkey kids, you know. And so when we needed a baseball, uh, my buddy and I were like, hey, let's use one of these Joe DiMaggio balls. We needed a baseball, man. I mean, we didn't have any money to go buy them. So we fired through two cases of Joe DiMaggio autographed balls to use in the Sandlot every day in the summer of 1980. Um, I checked eBay, an autographed Joe DiMaggio ball that's not authenticated or anything like which these weren't. You know, it didn't come with any kind of certificate. Probably 150 bucks a pop because I was just curious how much we actually just threw away in money. Um, so maybe that was five, seven grand in today's uh, environment. But why are we talking about Joe DiMaggio? Well, I was always fascinated. Why did I dislike that guy so much simply because he wouldn't sign an autograph when I was right there? And obviously that had a lot to do with being 12. Okay, so I don't know if I necessarily reached the age of accountability or maturity. Uh, to have that type of venom uh, towards that guy. But I think everybody can be the Joe DiMaggio. This isn't, first of all, I think everybody has the ability to be the Joe DiMaggio of their niche. That's where I was going with it. But it's not like some throwaway, you know, mushy, motivational bullcrap. I really do. I mean, why bother ever getting started if you don't want to be, if you don't have an aspiration like that, to be the greatest within your niche? Not the greatest in a broad, broad spectrum. Like, I want to be the greatest baseball player of all time. Well, maybe narrow that down. I want to be the greatest shortstop, greatest first baseman, great catcher, maybe the greatest designated hitter, maybe the great, you know what I mean? Or even whatever sport you choose or whatever niche you choose. But I believe that I could be, and this is going to sound so incredibly arrogant, so thank you for all that listen to the show regularly that know I don't have that necessarily in me, all right? I don't have a lot of pretense, but I believe I could be the Joe DiMaggio of podcast coaches, because we take such a unique approach to it. It's not about the equipment at all. It's not about the mic, the setup, the studio, anything like that. We don't even talk about it. We're like, don't spend money on that stuff before you even know what your message is. We focus on the million dollar message. And that's what really lights the fire underneath our clients. You know, yeah, I'm gaining clarity on what this message is and what I want to share podcasting is a form of medium that you can share that message in because it doesn't take much. I mean, I'm podcasting from my car on my phone. So that proves right there. You don't need equipment to get going, but you could be the Joe DiMaggio of whatever it is that you want to do. But you know how you will never be is if you never even get started because you think all the success has already been done. Like it's saturated. God, if I hear that once, I hear it a million times. Isn't this market saturated? Yeah, until someone else who doesn't think that gets into it and absolutely crushes it. Sure, you know. And Joe DiMaggio wasn't the greatest baseball player of all time. Certainly one of them, though. Well, you're not. You're going to get a lot of people maybe argue with that. But how many baseball players have come and gone since he played in the 40s and 50s and into the 60s? A lot. Thousands. Okay? So there's always going to be somebody better. There's always going to be somebody that's like, no. Nah, he or she is the greatest of all time in what they do. But, man, wouldn't you want to get started thinking you could be that person? I do. That's why I still do what I do. I think, like I said, I think I could be the Joe DiMaggio of podcast coaches, of people help others create a message. It's very, it's a very narrow niche, but it's something I really love doing, and I get really excited about doing it. You know, And you could do the exact same thing. Get started. 
you know, just get started and don't try to be everything to everybody. But be careful. I'm going to go all Shakespeare on you now. All right. Uneasy lies the head that wears the crown. Okay. So be careful when you start realizing what it was that you were striving for. You're going to feel the weight of that success. I'm telling you, it's coming. People are going to expect you to stick around and answer all of those questions. People are going to expect you to work with them for free or donate your product or service. Can't you just help me out? I mean, I'll pay you when I make money. Uneasy lies the head that wears the crown. And then now that I'm 55 years old, some 40 years plus after that brush with Joe when he just crushed my heart, I get it, man. That guy could not go anywhere without being bombarded by autograph seekers. All right. Now, he still he still should have signed my baseball because I was next in line. However, all right, I get it. I get it. But when I host a Zoom call, when somebody books a call with me, regardless if they ever become a client, I want them to walk away with an experience like, wow, this is a guy from the podcast or this is a guy from the YouTube ads. And he's still the one that shows up on Zoom and he's willing to listen to me and help me and guide. Wow, that's great. Even though I didn't end up doing business with him, I feel better for having known him. And I think that's what's really important, all right? Because you're going to find success. You should strive to want to find success. Success is not a bad thing. I mean, please don't fall into that trap of thinking, oh, it's not about the money. You're right. It's not about the money. It's about the value that you deliver and the lives that you impact. You get paid the money as a reward for that. So you're right. It's not. But don't start repelling it out of the gate. Like, I don't want a lot of money. Well, yeah, you do. Of course you do. Now, a lot is a relative term. A lot to some people. Somebody being an extra three grand a month, it changed your life. You know, for some people, they're striving at 30 grand a month, 300 grand a month. It's not about the number, the dollar amount. It's about what is going to help you feel comfortable, have your bills paid, okay, get a little bit of breathing room, but continue to really do the very thing that you love to do. Man, life is so short. By the way, when was the last time you thought about Joe DiMaggio before this podcast? Probably never, okay? One of the most influential sports figures in American history has not been thought about in probably 30 years. You know what I mean? That's how short life is and how much it doesn't even matter. Like we're all agonizing over, oh, I don't want to do that. It's over, man. It's over. You're done. You're dead. Mortality rate for a guy in the U.S. is 78 years old. You're done. You're closer to your last day on earth than your first day. So why the hell are you worrying about all this stuff? It doesn't matter. Do what you can do today. Get started. Why wait? It makes absolutely zero. There is zero sense. It makes there's no argument for it. There's no argument for waiting. I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait. You're going to wait until you're dead. That's how long you're going to wait because you're never going to get started. Just get going. And when you get going, have that thought. You know what? I think I could be the next Joe DiMaggio in this niche. Why not dream big? Costs just as much to dream big as it does to dream small. Why not dream big? All right. So I hope the Joe DiMaggio story found you in a good spot today. Thanks for being a great audience. Thanks for humoring me. Thanks for listening. All right. I appreciate all the love. And yeah, smash that five-star rating on iTunes, would you please? Tell a friend about the show. And when you're ready to book that one-on-one call, go to launchmymovement.com. Let's talk about you and your dream. I want to help you out. All right, let's go. Have the best day ever. 
And that's a wrap. Another Everyday Saturday podcast in the books. Thanks so much for listening. Would you do your boy a favor? Would you get on iTunes or wherever you listen to Everyday Saturday podcast and leave a rating for the show? It helps amazing people like you find the show faster. And that's what I'm looking for, amazing people like you. Hey, I'm always hanging out on the interwebs. You can check me out on Instagram, at Everyday is Saturday. Let me know you're listening to the show. Love, 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 love hearing from fans of the Everyday Saturday podcast. And one last thing, when you're ready to launch, get on my calendar, go to launchwithsam.com. You and I are going to work together to set rocket fuel to your dream. Are you ready? Let's do it. I'll see you on the next Everyday is Saturday podcast.